Ariana's gang? I hope you're ready for a rabbit hole, my friend. I always am. R.E.M., I wouldn't say is gay. However, if you were going to go uh, dig into, I think his name, Michael Stripe, lead singer of uh, R.E.M. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he was married to a lady, no doubt, for a minute. Um, and then, let's see here. It says, uh, in 1994, there were still questions remaining. He said he did not define himself as gay, straight, or bisexual, but that he was attracted to and had relationships with uh, both men and women. Yeah, see, I'm str- see, uh, yeah, I picked I picked an artist too from the same era that they say is gay, but dude, they just fucked everybody back then. It wasn't even. I think the drugs were really good. That's what was going on here. Yeah, that's a good call. You do enough cocaine, you'll fuck anything. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. In the '80s, they had the quaaludes rolling around, so I think people were just uh, banging everything left and right, man. A good call. And, uh, good call. Here on the Wikipedia for uh, Mr. Stripe. Of R.E.M., I guess this uh, fella in 1999, author Douglas A. Martin, he published a uh, novel, Outline of My Lover, in which the narrator has a six-year romantic relationship with an unnamed lead singer of a successful Athens, Georgia-based rock band. The book was widely speculated and later confirmed by its author to have been a... Roman Achlef. I don't know. Ha ha, wee wee. Uh, I'm not sure what that means, but we'll just roll with it based on a real relationship between Martin and Stripe. There you have it, folks. Hmm. REM is gay. We All just right. revealed here on the Dude Man. <laughs> I hope I ruined everyone's childhood. So the the song should be that's me in the closet. Oh hey oh yeah! yeah. And maybe that's what he meant to say by corner, <laughs> losing his religion. It all kind of comes yeah. together now, man. Oh yeah. It's one of those you look back. How could we have missed it? <laughs> you were just saying it right to us, right in our face. <laughs> you know, listen to some REM. I dig it, but you know, there's a little, there's a little gay going on there. I I could see it. Right. REM is one of those bands like you get three songs in, you're like, okay, I get it. Very good, but that's right. I can, yeah. only, I can do about two, three songs, and then I know, let's switch it up. Yeah, I, I put them up there with Matchbox 20. I could do about two to three max. Uh, I was just rocking out to Matchbox 20 on the way home from the store. Hey, I dig a good Matchbox 20. I know a friend out here who went to see them, I think uh, Pepsi Center, maybe Red Rocks. I want to say Pepsi Center. And uh, they claimed it was a fantastic show. They played all the hits. They took about a maybe a 10-minute segue and played some tunes from their new album that they just cut. But nobody wants to hear the new Matchbox <laughs> 20. We want to hear Real World and Push and 3 a.m. You know, the Give classics. Give me some fun. Come on. Yeah, man. I want to feel unwell for about uh, three minutes here. You know what I'm saying, folks? You know what I'm saying? I'm so scared that you'll never stop playing the new stuff. <laughs> I think Aerosmith always did it right. They were around for several decades, but they would just always basically tour on their greatest hits and then sprinkle in a new jam. And Aerosmith, one of those random bands that could have about a good new jam per new album up until about 1999. Yeah, when was the Aerosmith uh, 
They just did their yeah, farewell good. tour this summer, or they're on it. They're hitting the road, and they're uh, saying goodbye. What was that uh, Bruce Willis movie? When, when was Armageddon? That was like their last. 1999, I think, honestly. Yep, last hit. That was it. <laughs> they maybe had a couple uh, gems after, maybe, but nothing really topped the, the yeah, I don't want to miss a thing, you know. And even before that, it was Walk This Way. Yeah, they had a few jams. Uh, they had one, Shut Up and Dance, which I'm a fan of, and that was on the Wayne's World 2 uh, ending, right? They're all uh, having a good time mm. at the Wayne stock. Wayne stock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's not just a place, man. It's a state of mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Happy Sunday, Mike. How are you? Happy Father's Day to all the men out there, the real men, the ones with dicks. Uh, you're all doing a hell of a job, uh, you know, raising the future, and uh, hats off to you all. Yep. Keep it up. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. And to the uh, men uh, above us who raised us, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I got to see Dad this morning. I told him Happy Father's Day. Yeah, Emma bought her dad something, like, last minute online yesterday or two days ago. She, like, ordered it. It's going to be delivered to his house. Some gizmo thing. I don't know what she got him, but she asked me if I was getting anything uh, for Papino, and I said, no. Now I'll give him a call. <laughs> he doesn't want anything. Yeah, he, he, he want just it. wants the phone call. That's all he wants. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. He, he wants, wanted the hug. Yeah. He wants to shoot what the shit for an hour. Can- <laughs> he could buy whatever he wants. Yeah, what are you gonna get these guys in their you know sixty plus man who've who've essentially made it you know or uh, you know made it far enough to survive this long? They, you can oh, get that's them the some sign booze. that you are the man. That's right. Yeah. Well, happy Father's Day. Either way, yeah. I I felt like you know heading into today's show. Is there really anything to talk about, man? I mean. uh we got the Trump embargo, you know, we're not allowed to not allowed to do that, right? And uh, you know, Father's Day, I I got to tell you, man, Father's Day, you know. I think they indicted Trump when they did just so they wouldn't have to talk about Juneteenth. <laughs> it is nowhere to be found this year, dude. I'm like literally having to go out and look for fucking LGBTQ. Yeah, for- man. Oh, I was just about to say that uh you could find Juneteenth with Pride Month. It's hiding in the corner with REM, my man. No idea where they're at or what's going on. Oh, Mike, I think you just got a... Is he still there? Might have lost Mike here for a second. He might have uh, muted himself, maybe. I'm only guessing. Uh, yeah, no, that's my fucking goddamn $300 a month fucking Comcast Wi-Fi that for some reason just goes out. You know, they're threatening the internet's going to go out on us any second. I hope everyone's stocked up on ammunition and canned goods. All right. Well, Mike, Mike is still in it to win it. He's loving it. He's <laughs> yeah, all I think about that, I, I think, I think that's cu- you, man, not me. I, oh, man, it's possible. Were you not hearing me on that side? Yeah, I, uh, you're the bone breaking up on me. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe just me. I'm on my data plan now. I'm not on... Like I'm on cellular data. You're rolling on the cellular data, really? Yeah, I had to disconnect from the Wi-Fi. Well, that's pretty nuts. I wonder. I mean, look, I'm coming at you from sh- uh, from Colorado, where we have all sorts of uh, bizarre stuff going on in the sky, man. This 
probably uh, some disconnectivity due to, I imagine, all the metal particulates they're spraying into the clouds via the chemtrails. <laughs> instead of uh, instead of the solar radiation management that they're hoping for, you know, to reflect and refract all that sunlight, they're just uh, fucking with our Comcast signals, and I'm getting no Wi-Fi up in here. It's probably the deal. Mm. I can only imagine. You have to lower the satellites. Yeah, or I'm being uh, attacked by the alphabet agencies. They're taking us down. We've just uh, cracked too many col- uh, codes and infiltrated too many conspiracy theories that are true. Uh, that they got to just take us out, man. Taking out my internet connectivity. That's more believable. All right, perfect. I'm glad you're on board with that. <laughs> Either yeah, way, I, think, uh, I believe Juneteenth is hiding out with uh, Pride Month this year for some reason, not as a big of a celebration or not as in your face, I guess I would say. I don't know how, uh, how it's going down <laughs> in Chicago for you, man. No, it's terrible. And I think part of the problem is every time they try to like drum up some, like, uh, you know, some positive news around it and everything it just it turns out really bad you know like in chicago (laughs) both both juneteenth and the lg the pride month shit you know like you guys trying to stir it up like oh they did this parade and then everybody's just talking about the drag queens flashing the kids you know it's like then juneteenth these guys can't stop shooting each other uh yes they are definitely shooting each other in uh chicago i (laughs) I actually was searching some Juneteenth news uh, footage. I just went straight with Juneteenth first, and then I wanted to get a uh, Denver-centric news item. And when I just went with the Juneteenth, the first thing that popped up was a WGN 9 News from Chicago report on how over the Juneteenth celebration weekend uh, at one outing or place, there was a mass shooting, 20 injured and one dead. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. I, all I could think is, you know, it's interesting. This didn't really make national news. I wonder why. I wonder why this mass shooting failed to reach any major news outlets. What's going on here? Yeah, that's pretty insane. 20 people? Sounds like a mass shooting, right? They called it a mass shooting. <laughs> the only people reporting yeah, it on it was... a mass shooting. The only reporting on it was nine... News WGN in Chicago at uh, 8 a.m. this morning on a Sunday. Yeah, and ABC 7. <laughs> Nobody else wants to touch it. Clip? What do you got? <laughs> oh, you got uh, the mass shooting? Yeah. Did I go psycho on you and predict your clip without even knowing it? I think so, because this is fucking amazing. All right, beautiful. Let's do it, man. Hey, Mark and Samantha, we did speak with the DuPage County Sheriff's Office. Within the past hour or so, they did say that one person was killed and a total of 20 people were shot in this shooting at a Willowbrook strip mall. And we tried to find out more information about the identity of the person killed or the conditions of those wounded, but they would not comment on that. Now take a look at the scene, still very active right now. First responders, police, members of the Sheriff's Department have been on scene since 12.30 this morning at this strip mall investigating. Now a witness actually tells us there was some sort of Juneteenth party going on when the shots were fired. Video shows a large police presence and Debris scattered all across. So what I love about it is they <laughs> refuse to talk about the race of the people. Of course. But it's a, it's a June. Did you hear him? He's like, we're trying to get details on the shooter and the victims. We don't have any details yet. Not even the race because it was a Juneteenth 
Every other shooting in America, we are identifying the race of the shooter and whether or not he was a white supremacist. That's immediate, except for these (laughs) Juneteenth shootings. We don't want to dig into the color of the skin here. Come on, man. It's a Juneteenth celebration. We have no details on who was shot. (laughs) You're not going to hear anything about the race. people. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is Juneteenth, uh, only sh- the way Chicago knows how. Um, and I commend them for going down that route. I'm <laughs> kind of predict- well, they're very in, predictable. In, in their defense, this isn't Chicago proper. This is the south suburb of Woodlawn. That's right, man. Okay, so it's a little, little different so. place. Yeah, <laughs> It's right on the border. All right. Uh, that is unfortunate for those people. Uh, what a sad uh, way to bring in the Juneteenth New Year or whatever they uh, call it. We had a Juneteenth celebration here in Denver, Mike. I don't know if you're uh, familiar no. with Denver. Uh, apparently, it's one of the largest Juneteenth celebrations in the nation. And Den- the whitest. Denver. Well, it, it wasn't the fullest celebration. Like, it wasn't the most packed streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Not a lot of population to come out for it uh, here in the Denver region, yeah. except Five Points. It's well known to be kind of like our, uh, well, you know, I'll say the South Side. You know, that's, that's Denver's uh, kind of region there. And so they hosted a Juneteenth celebration. And, man, I, I'm ignorant. I'm going to throw it out there, no doubt about it. I'm a bigot. I'm a racist. I had no idea that Denver not only hosts one of the largest Juneteenth celebrations in the nation, but they have been doing so for years. We've done this parade in 100 degree weather. This is the best it's ever been. Hey, hey! The kickoff to Juneteenth in Denver is the parade. Happy Juneteenth! Juneteenth means to me like a place to be myself. 17-year-old Ashlyn Salazar looks forward to this day every year. Every year! Let's go Denver! For as long as she can remember. This was my life. This was what I was excited for when I was five. Let's go! Wait, didn't they just start Juneteenth like yesterday? Yeah. (laughs) As a national holiday? Have they been really, have I been so blind to these massive citywide Juneteenth celebrations going on for the last several decades? Yeah, you must be, dude. She's been doing it for 12 years. That's what I'm saying, man. I've never, I've never heard uh, until last year of Juneteenth when they made it a federal holiday, you know, to get more voters. No, I heard about it after, <laughs> it was after George Floyd died. That's when you started, during the whole Black Lives Matter. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. My memory's a little warped, but yeah, you're correct. So we did the George Floyd uh, Summer of Love, mostly peaceful and fiery protests. And then we, the Biden administration passed the federal holiday uh, mumbo jumbo with Nancy Pelosi in the House, I believe. Right? That must have been right after. That's oh, so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a holiday tomorrow. It's definitely a holiday. I'm working. Uh, and I hope everybody enjoys the day off and the celebrations. Apparently, it's been going on for a long time. I had no idea. Let's go! Everyone lines up along 26th Avenue and is invited to celebrate. It's just been a part of my life. Like, every year, I'll be like, hey, do you want to go to the Juneteenth parade? Did CERN crank it up to 11 and I'm just in some <laughs> fucking warped time zone dimensional 
Bizarro Land where we've been doing Juneteenth since like the 1800s? What the fuck is this, man? I, <laughs> these people can't imagine their lives without it. Like they've been doing. I am so floored by this. That's because for 15-year-old Christia Taylor, this holiday weekend is uplifting. Juneteenth is black people's true freedom. And it connects everyone together. It's just very exciting to think about and be at, just be a part of something that's bigger than your I don't know, I don't, I'm not feeling connected about by honoring it. No, this is bigger than- I'm, I'm kind of feeling ousted parade, by it, actually. I'm feeling a little bit on the outside looking in. Than us, and it's yeah. <laughs> amazing that Colorado has one of the biggest, but people need to make the step to actually learn about the history. She wishes more people educated themselves about Juneteenth to understand it's celebrated to mark the day the last enslaved people in the U.S. learned they were free. Juneteenth is a black holiday, but we do like involve every culture. The community is not just the black community, it's everybody down there. Cheerleaders, football players, dancers, families, and friends. Community. Community is what I'm seeing and hearing. It makes you... No, 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 no. If you're a white person who wants to come learn about what a piece of shit you are, we totally welcome you in. We'll educate you. Totally welcome. We will educate yeah. you <laughs> on how terrible you are. Welcome to the celebrations. <laughs> you will be known as oppressor the whole time you're there. <laughs> People will throw rotten vegetables at you and hiss and boo you as you walk by. <laughs> It's not just you. You're not we actually alone. need a couple white guys to come for when we do the running of the whites. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. There's more people that are like you. It's a holiday to celebrate freedom and community. Expect. Really? Because in two weeks, we have another holiday to celebrate freedom and community. It's called the 4th of fucking July, you assholes. What are you guys talking about, man? Yeah. There's nothing about this holiday that says freedom and community. Like, what do you... This is a very specific holiday for a very specific group of people, and you are excluding everybody else, man. It's pretty obvious. This is crazy. And you're including, pe you're including people that shouldn't even be included. Well, I mean... If like, we're, are we doing know. slaves here and freedom, then you should include the Chinese, right? The Italians, maybe? Like, there's some groups of people we should probably be including if we're talking slavery. What about all the sex slaves? said it before, slaves? and I'll say it again. Chinese are my favorite slaves. <laughs> That's right. Hey, G, keep us <laughs> on your list, complain. baby. I'm just, uh, I think this is a very silly holiday once again. It's to take away from... Again, where were the American flags? Where was the Google Doodle on Veterans Day? Or on Memorial Day? Or what are we going to see on 4th of July? Probably not as much celebration as we're seeing for the Juneteenth. I'm sure Google Doodle is all over Juneteenth today. I can yeah, only no, imagine. That's what I'm really worried about. It's like we don't want to celebrate really our patriotic ho holidays. Yeah. I don't know. What are you worried about? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm worried about my internet connection. Oh, is it still cutting out on you? I can't tell. Well, you can either uh, hear me or you can't hear me. So is that a is that I and I hear you or I don't hear you? I hear you. All right. Well, oh, good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the problem with the, what's going on. Is it could just be that. Um, 
you're not noticing any like celebrations for anything because we're just not celebrating together anymore. Anything. Yeah, good call. Indeed. Well, I found it funny you know. that uh, Denver has the biggest in the nation. Denver, much like it's nonstop, four weeks of straight overcast and rain, uh, not known really for its African-American community. So I'm, I'm impressed that we no, have... It's, 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 and it wasn't even a state when there was slavery. Like, it didn't even exist when there was slavery. Oh, I guarantee Jared Polis is three seconds away from signing a reparations bill. I, I promise you. <laughs> This guy will like, do anything for You weren't for even a state when slavery was a thing. You have literally no black people living in your state today. I, I mean, what? All right. We do have, we do have one uh, African American fella <laughs> living in our state who is on hard times, my man. And I don't know if you uh, have caught on to this news, but it's it's pretty important here in uh, here in Colorado. You know, we talk a lot about Coach Prime, but Deion Sanders, while he continues to offer plenty of behind-the-scenes looks at his first year coaching at CU, this latest clip he let out has nothing to do. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about Coach Prime, oh, but Deion Sanders, while he continues to offer plenty of behind-the-scenes <laughs> looks at his first year coaching at CU, this latest clip he let out has nothing to do with football. It's a meeting with his doctors about his foot. Sanders had two toes amputated in 2021 due to blood clots, and he can... Bl excuse me? <laughs> blood clots? Ooh, All right. Yeah. This is the, uh, you know, topic du jour this year. Continues to have problems with blood flow. You just have to understand what the risks are, and so things can cascade. That's what. Well, I know what the risks are. I only have uh, eight toes, so I'm pretty sure I understand. It is what it is. I don't plan on doing no more riding in my life. It is what it is. If to correct that, means you take off more tissue, and you're on the end of the foot. And if that doesn't heal, so you're saying like he could lose that toe too? He could lose the foot. Yeah, Deion Sanders could lose his foot. They might amputate it. Wow, Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Wow. The vaccine did what no defense could in the 90s. <laughs> Stop me on Dion. <laughs> oh, goodbye, YouTube. I wasn't going to totally blame the vaccine. I think actually this has a lot to do with, um, you know, like some serious injuries to Diabetes. his foot. Maybe diabetes. I mean, yeah. Coach Prime is in great health, man. You know, the guy looks healthy. He? Yeah, yeah, he's in great shape. Except uh, I, I saw an interview with him from years ago, and he showed his foot before he had a couple toes amputated, and it was all deformed, and he said that playing in, in the NFL wrecked his feet. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't good for it. I'm sure, too. Yeah. And How I, old is he? It's like 50s, 60s. Oh, that's it? Yeah, he's not that old, man. I mean, he was, what, Neon Dion 30 years ago, so he's got to be probably, yeah, 50, 60. Yeah, you 60s, know? yeah, damn. Um, that's old for a football player. <laughs> I guess so. Well, he's lucky he still has his brain working. <laughs> Most of those guys are uh, <laughs> totally uh, brain well, The blood clots haven't age. made it there yet. Oh, wow. He might be Jamie Foxx any time now. 
<clears throat> Nona actually brought something to my attention. She's uh, hearing from the people in Italy that there's a there's just it's a it's a very noticeable amount of young couples dying. Wow, I, mean, I uh, didn't expect a, that. Apparently, yeah, apparently it's noticeable because like it's a it, you'll lose the whole couple, you know, and they're just not really talking about it, and they're not really allowed to say what you think it is. But the people are starting to say that it's the vaccines because you're losing the couples that are vaccinated. Ooh, there's not a lot of like husbands that got vaccinated and the wife didn't. That's you know? right. Yeah. Well, this was so. It's starting to shape out more and more. Like what? A eugenics program, my man. Yeah, they killed the Italians. They killed the Italians. They wanted to get rid of them. There's a reason for it, Mike. I think we all know what it is. It's the I'm big sure dicks. I thought you were going to go with the big dicks. I, I set it up for you with the big dicks. You're always talking big dicks when it comes to Italians. I just literally set it up there for you. Yeah, but they literally they didn't vaccinate anybody in Africa. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My theory's been destroyed. Uh, been destroyed, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it must be the big dicks with the big brains. That's oh, what yeah, about. that's right. Well, Italians, they're creative. You know, they do the statues and uh, the Sistine Chapel, right? They got the artwork, the culture, the good ironically, food. the statue, Ironically, the statues have tiny dicks. That was so uh, people would make, you know, <laughs> so to make them more believable and people would accept them into their cultures, <laughs> right? Oh, it looks just like us. Yeah. <laughs> I told you they were white. <laughs> Dion's going to lose his foot. Could be vaccine-related. Uh, we'll never know. Uh, same thing with Jamie Foxx. Anyone heard from Jamie Foxx recently? It's been a long time. It's been about three, four months. The guy sounds like still in the hospital, still getting specialized treatment for the stroke he suffered. It's becoming more believable by the day that the man is probably, as was rumored, paralyzed and blind from the stroke, from the vaccine. Yeah, 100%. Seems to be the deal. Nothing you can deny. Nothing you can deny there. Uh, so I was uh, checking out this weekend uh, a couple podcasts as I had some time to kill in the yard, and I uh, dove into a little bit of the RFK and Joe Rogan. Did you check that out? Yeah, I listened to about an hour of it. Hard to listen to that guy, man. That's, that's, man. RFK, a little rough, no doubt about it. Uh, I don't know. He'll never win. No, you, uh, can, you can't listen to the guy. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah. so, uh, I don't know. Did you get a clip from the uh, show? I thought you mentioned you might have something I'm, on it. Yeah, I have a clip that really, really scared me. Really? Um. Because he's been going around talking about vaccines for a very long time. Before COVID, he was an anti-vaxxer. And not even anti-vaxxer, that's a terrible term. His whole argument was that the way we're going about it is fucking terrible. Right? Oh, yeah. And uh, he's pretty much saying that what we're doing is putting a poison into these kids and everything. And it's... Here, I'll, I'll, I'll just let this clip play. It's a little long, a little dry, but it's very scary. Across the crime scene, witnesses describe that crime scene. So 
was the wrong one. <laughs> Buddy, when, when the, I mean, this is kind of getting into the weeds, but a live virus vaccine, if they give it to you, it can spread the disease. It can mutate in you and spread the disease. That's why most of the polio today, 70% of the polio today is vaccine polio that came from the vaccines. Did you hear that? Yeah, man. 70%. So 70% of, the, of all polio today is from the polio vaccine. Yeah. It's really weird. It's pretty scary. Um, but so the regulators expressed a preference for dead virus vaccines. The dead virus vaccine, however, will not produce a durable or robust immune response enough to get a license. The way you get a license for a vaccine is showing that you get an antibody response for a certain amount of time and that it's a strong antibody response. But the dead virus vaccine won't produce that. But vaccinologists figured out that if you add something horrendously toxic to the vaccine, that your body confuses that toxic product. You add it with the dead antigen, which is the viral particle. The, your body confuses that toxin with the viral particle and gets frightened and mounts this huge, humongous immune response. The next time it sees that virus, the, the, the immune response is there. So they, at that point, vaccinologists went around searching around the world to find the most horrendously toxic materials to add to vaccines. And there's a mantra in vaccinology that the more toxic the, the adjuvant, the more robust the immune response. And so that's why toxicologists and vaccinologists don't get along with each other. Because the toxicologists would say to the vaccinologists, well, I understand it gave you your immune response, but then what is the fate of that in your body? Where is it going? Is it being excreted? Is it being lodged in the brain? Is it penetrating the blood-brain barrier? And the, the vaccinologists could not answer those questions and did not want to. So they basically moved the toxicologists out of these, you know, out of the vaccine, both the whole vaccine universe. Anyway. Yeah, that's where I ended it. All right, man. So I don't know, I don't know if you got that. He, what he's saying is like, you can't get a straight. You need to get a really strong uh, response from the vaccine for it to get approved. So in order to get that response, they're putting shit in these vaccines, mostly mercury. Yeah, man. And uh, monkey yeah. HIV, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. But the mercury thing is, what, is what's really scary, because now he, he's been talking about it for a long time. There's a lot of belief now that the uh, whole polio thing was bullshit. That the symptoms the kids were getting were really from the use of DDT. And they were misdiagnosing polio or the DDT poisoning with polio. And the vaccine didn't get rid of the polio. It was the stopping. It was effectively stopped using the DDTs. Right. And the vaccine and was probably giving pol polio. It, it for sure was. It still does. And one of the things that I can't get over is if you look at the symptoms of mercury poisoning on little kids and, and like infants, dude, it's identical to kids who have autism. Wow. And so, you know how he's, he's been called crazy for years for saying vaccines give kids autism. But what they don't want to tell you, and he talked about on Joe Rogan, I couldn't get that clip, but uh, there have been cases where the insurance company or the uh, pharmaceutical companies are paying out families because the vaccine fucked up their kids and gave them autism-like symptoms. 
Yes, man. No, you know who else was saying this years ago? Jenny McCarthy and Jim Carrey, and they were called insane. That's crazy. We were, we're putting mercury in these kids? I mean, what else are we putting in them? And look, these mRNA experimental gene therapy vaccines that they made everybody take, they forced everybody to take these. Regardless of how they want to change history or the way that it played out, most people were forced to take them. Uh, there's a whole bunch of junk in the shots. And they don't want you to know about it. You know yeah. how I know they didn't want you to know about it? They tried to have the information sealed for 75 years. I know. That they, should scare you right there. They figured in 75 years, everyone who took this poison will be dead, so nobody will care what was in these shots. See how it yeah. works? That's how it works. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, do I believe... Oh, did you hear when he... Did you hear when he was talking about like the mandated shots for these kids where he's like, we're, we're giving kids vaccines for STDs that they won't encounter until they're fucking teenagers having sex. Like the like, HPV why are we giving them uh, vaccine, right? Or like the uh, hepatitis. Right. He, dude, he broke that one down. Did you listen to that part? I uh, don't recall so, that part, but uh, enlighten me, my man. Essentially. Essentially, what happened was the pharmaceutical companies came out with this miracle vaccine that would stop, <laughs> that would pretty much stop the gays from getting fucking hepatitis. Okay. Right? Because it was one of those, it was really just like very promiscuous women and gays and gay men that were getting it. So they come up with this vaccine. The problem was uh, nobody in the gay community was buying it. Because they, you know what I mean? They just had better things to spend their money on. So what did they do? The pharmaceutical company lobbies. Who, uh, the, the government, and then they make it mandatory for kids. And now you're giving it to like six-month-old kids. And then you got to go to school, you got to get again, and now you're getting it like four times as a kid. And you, you're never going to encounter hepatitis until, you, until you're, uh, so you start fucking around. That's right, folks. You but know? bring your kid on down to get that boost. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got to get their boost. Oh, It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. These guys just use their money to lobby the government to get these insane rules passed. I, I didn't even realize. He's, he's, he said as a kid, now you get 76 vaccines. It's crazy. When we it. were kids, it was 10. Was it? Yes. They, I, showed, or I saw some graph or stats that RFK tweeted out after this interview, and uh, it was like 1980s vaccines for kids was 10 in the 90s it went up to like 30 something and then in the 2000s it's up to like 70 something vaccines or whatever it is that's insane yes guys, i mean do people not realize we lived for a long time before this <laughs> you know the human race thrived before pfizer well, now nobody can understand why everyone's trans and fucked up in the head and we have mental problems <laughs> and we have mass shootings everywhere. Like, oh, what, we're, what went wrong? It's like we started poisoning our kids. <laughs> Did you give your kid the mercury shot? Okay, good. Now we got to figure out what's wrong with these kids' brains. <laughs> Let's give them some antidepressants now. We're going to pump them up with ADHD and uh, drugs and all this other crap. And, uh, yep, what happened? He's depressed and he shot up the mall? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was an unknown side effect there. <laughs> I love it, dude. Because Nona talks to like whatever she like when she talks about like kids who have eight quote unquote ADD ADHD. She always just says, "No, some kids are just born with hands in their pants." 
Pants <laughs> <laughs> in the pants, man. Love that. What a classic got Ants in the pants, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Kids need to run around and burn the energy. It's just what it comes down to. Get those ants to. out, you know? For sure, man. Uh, I did enjoy RFK's interview. The vaccine talk, very intriguing to me. You know my current obsession, which is the chemtrails in the skies and the manipulating of the weather. Uh, people here in Colorado, uh, lately, anecdotally, obsessed now with the fact that it has been nonstop overcast for uh, probably, I want to say, seven to eight weeks. Um, the uh, One of the weather guys tweeted out today, and I think I sent it to you, uh, for the first time on record, Denver did not hit 80 degrees during the first 17 days of June. That record dates back to 1872. So uh, global cooling. I and it's solar radiation management. It's geoengineering. You you don't need to be a scientist to see why it didn't hit 80 degrees all month of June. You could just look up at the sky. They've literally been covering the fucking sky and blocking the sun. <laughs> My point being here in relation to RFK and the vaccines is you could show people clips of Good Morning America where they're talking about, you know, the reporter. She's like, hi, I'm here. I'm going to go into this plane. We're in Colorado. We're going to fly this plane. Ooh, watch. We're making smoke come out of the plane. And yeah, what are we doing here, pilot? Oh, we're blocking the sun. Wow, this is cool. And we're creating rain. Wow, neato. I can't believe we're doing this. This is amazing technology. And this is Good Morning America. Thanks for watching. You could show that to anybody and they'll call you crazy. No, they're not fucking making clouds and blocking the sun and creating rain. That is nuts. And the reality is what I've been struggling to wrap my mind around or accept uh, is that it's too scary for people to understand that the government is doing shit and fucking us. I don't think people want to have that reality set into their mind. Same with the vaccines. People will probably be forever unwilling to accept that the government, with Big Pharma, instituted a mass vaccine mandate and forced billions of people to take poison. And they knew it was poison. And they made you take it. And I think that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. It's why they call it the red pill, because once you take the pill, it's hard to go back. You almost can't, right? Once you realize that you're being lied to, how can you trust anything after that? You know what I'm saying? And I think that's difficult for people who took the vaccines or who are unwilling to accept the chemtrailing uh, programs that are going on that their governments have signed on to. Uh, Like... It, it, it's such a scary reality that I think most people will just forever be unwilling to accept it. Yeah. And RF, our <laughs> riveting commentary from Mike once again. On, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got RFK Jr. Uh, in this uh, Joe Rogan podcast. I also clipped a little bit, and he is uh, kind of going to go into what I'm talking about here. Uh, which is this unwillingness to accept the reality around you, however scary that may be. You consider yourself a liberal in most, and you know, as do I. Um, but um, well, what it means to be a liberal has changed in a, yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, and uh, it is. Uh, it's not. 
about the social issues as much as it is about this uh, subscribing to whatever the orthodoxy or wh whatever the ideology preaches. And it seems like when it comes to things like vaccines, like that is something you never question. And this is the, the name that shall not be uttered. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you start questioning things, people get angry at you. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it unless they know someone has been injured. And when that happens, generally, people have an open mind and they start to change. And I think so many people know so many people that have been injured now that they're a little more critical. It's unclear to me how, a, uh, how, how an orthodoxy unravels. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, man, Mark Twain said it. I think it was Mark Twain, yeah, said it, that it's easier to fool somebody than to persuade. It's easier to fool a man than to persuade him that he's been fooled. Right. Once they swallow it, yeah. they, they don't want to relinquish it because... Uh, ego. Yeah, yeah or ego, ego or, or it just threatens their, you know, their worldview. And, and there's so many things that are threatening about believing the counter narrative that you know you and I now are seeing, um, because then can I trust my doctor? Can I trust you know the, the authorities? Can I trust my country and all of that? And it's really this the entire cosmology around which we've kind of you know weaved and constructed our lives. The, the whole foundations are you have to start questioning everything, and most people don't want to do that. It's just it's. Uh, you know, I think it's terrifying, and I understand that. All right, man. And I... Dude, it is, <laughs> it, is, it is crazy that, like, no doctor lost their license. Yes. Like, dude, everybody was listening to the quote-unquote experts who were these doctors who were going on TV telling us that they read the studies that then turned out didn't exist. So none of you are losing your license or even your credibility as an expert. How is... There was no... <laughs> How is Fauci uh, still not in jail? I don't even care about Fauci. Like, think about everybody else. Sanjay Gupta? Well, Gupta and these people in the media, I mean, they kind of have blood on their hands, as people on the left love to say. Uh, like, they were peddling false information. Actual false information. Yeah. Like, Sanjay Gupta, a guy like Sanjay Gupta, you were using... Your position as a, like, you used to be a physician. And you're using that credibility to just lie, come straight up lie to people. How many times did he say, we, you know, we read the research, we looked at the research. There was no fucking research, which means <laughs> you fucking lied. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Anybody who claimed you didn't to look read at the research. <laughs> That's my whole point. Everybody who said they read the research, there was, like, I, I cannot get this through to people. There was. No research. Well, we either listened to the experts. They had no research. Those experts were not experts in anything because there was no knowledge in order to make them an expert. Yes. And then they went on there and said they were anyways. It's, 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 it, uh, it blows my mind that none of those people are facing any consequences for straight up lying. The day it came out that Pfizer didn't even really do the research. That should have been it. Everybody that said they read the research, fired.
Yeah, well, I've been saying it since day one. We need a Nuremberg II electric boogaloo, baby. We gotta hang these people from the thumbs, man. I mean, I, we should have some trials, <laughs> dude. We should be uh, shaving these people's heads and making them, you know, walk down the street. And, like, uh, we could throw tomatoes at them. And I don't know. There's just, like, uh, something missing here there's no repercussions for these people lying to everybody about what's going on and sanjay gupta great call he had the nerve to go on to joe rogan except that he lied about ivermectin on joe rogan show and then double down the next day on cnn and say joe rogan's a loon yeah. <laughs> and that's it that's it you should be you should be barred from being on tv yeah, well, he, he you know should I mean? at least be barred from practicing medicine or claiming that he does so because he's obviously he doesn't have people's health and, you know, or best interests in mind, man. Or you're just an idiot. An actor. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Sanjay Gupta is as much a doctor, I assume, as Neil deGrasse Tyson is still an astrophysicist. <laughs> They're both actors, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got I got to find the clip of him explaining why he didn't get into Harvard grad school. Oh, uh, so DeGrasse Tyson? Yeah. Oh man, what a joker. Uh Sanjay It, it wasn't because he did It wasn't because they didn't want him. It was because everybody thought it was just he was too good. Oh, wow. And he they 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 thought it just he would have been bored there, Frank. They didn't have the right facilities for a guy of his uh, you know, brain power. Doesn't it feel like we will never go forward societally, culturally, if we can't amend the fact that people were brainwashed during the COVID-19 lockdowns and forced vaccination mandates? We, we because the real, the, real new, the real new normal that came out of it was we have, we, sometime in the middle of the COVID pandemic, we all just accepted that there's two realities. That was like the scariest thing to come out of the pandemic is that now it's just widely accepted. You have your facts. I have my facts. There is no such thing as the objective truth anymore. That's pretty wild stuff, actually, when you really put that into focus. Uh, and here we are three years later. Are we all now still existing in multiple realities then? 100%. Look at the Trump trial. Look at everything going on. Look at everything going on. Trump trial is pretty funny. Yeah, our, par <laughs> our, our, our parents don't even know what the fuck you're talking about if you mention Joe Biden and the $5 million. Never heard of it. Really? Nothing with they Burisma? Could all th they could tell you all 34 counts that Trump is charged with. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I have it. no idea what he's being charged with, actually. I know it's something with those documents. And it's all a circus, and eventually we'll yeah. all forget about it because there'll be another new circus they, they want to show us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Look at yeah. these new clowns dancing and juggling over here. They're on trapeze. Check it out. <laughs> they, I mean, pretty much the 34 counts come down to his one major crime, which was beating Hillary. Yes, that's right, man. That's like the one thing Trump has been guilty of since 2016, and they will not let it go. They impeach him. They will arrest him. They will do everything they can. Man. he beat Hillary. <laughs> Not only that, they really did perfect the art of stealing elections post the Hillary loss. Like, take a look at all the midterms and then the 2020 election. 
The mail-in voting, what a dominance for the Democrats. Any place where there is mail-in voting, the Democrats are winners. It's not because, mind you, everybody's a Democrat. That's that's not true. How is that not true? Florida. Ron DeSantis has just... What's that? Oh, I just, uh, I don't think Florida, I think they have some major restrictions on the mail-in voting. Yeah, but Ron DeSantis has 100% embraced it, embraced it, and it's one of the reasons he had such a blowout. Oh, I think so, it's, you so, know what, I, I'm, I was totally against it, but man, I think that's the biggest problem the Republicans have. Just fuck it, dude. Embrace it. Americans are stupid, fucking fat, lazy slobs who don't want to leave their house. So mail them the ballot, and then send some 18-year-old kid to go pick it up. <laughs> you know, and that's how you win the elections. Stuff your ballots just the same. We were discussing this a few weeks ago, I recall, and you what you're going to end up having is, you know, vote totals that are larger than the populations. <laughs> and it's just you're in banana republic territory then, man. Voting absolutely want, like to the max doesn't matter then anymore. Yeah. Well, you can't just let one side make it really easy for their people to vote. Fuck it. We'll just all make it. Well, yep, yeah, it's just going to be easy for everybody. This is basically yeah. uh, MLB in the 90s and your Barry Bonds, and you're watching Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa crush dingers, and they're just roided out, and you decide, all oh, right, no, it's fuck not it. Even that you're watching, no, no, it's not <laughs> even that you're watching Mark McGuire. It's not that you're uh, RFK watching Joe Biden win. Oh, this was your Barry Bonds, and you're sitting there, and when you first started as a rookie, those pitchers were lucky to hit 92 miles per hour on a fastball. <laughs> now, it's like 108 average. <laughs> Dude, I just think uh, basically what you're saying the Republicans need to do is they got to juice just like the Democrats are juicing. Right, the Democrats, they're with, with the pitchers juice, the batters juice. Right, you know? the the Democrats, they're rocking the uh, horse growth hormones that are mail in, you know, ballots and voting. So, Dem- or Republicans, get on board, stick that needle in your ass, and juice it up, baby. Juice it up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, you might as well. I'm all for it. Uh, Maybe that's why DeSantis probably has a guaranteed lock for 2024. I believe he has Carl Rove on his team. And if we all know Carl Rove in history, he's really good Mm. at stealing elections. I smell a bingo bingo. (laughs) Bingo bingo. Yeah, (laughs) man. Call back. I was going to say, Carl I, Rove's around. There's a war coming. If Carl Rove is involved, I foresee hanging chads in the future. <clears throat> I don't know if anyone remembers the hanging chad. It's an old school callback there. Oh, yeah. We don't have hanging chads anymore because nobody goes and votes. Right? We all just mail it in and we fill in the little circle with, you know. Oh, now it's going to be the hanging stamp. Hanging <laughs> stamp. Or it'll be like the half circle. We'll be debating over whether or not a circle is fully filled in. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Depends what your definition of circle is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we need to do? They, I think they have this in other countries, you know, where they have the blue thumb and you put your thumbprint. Isn't that like um, 
Yeah, proves you voted, and that's your vote. I think we should do drop of blood. Wow. It took a little yeah. bit further, and I'm into it. It's a little scarier and creepy. What's that? Uh, <laughs> what's that? Um, divergent. You know when they like pick what group they're gonna be in, they have to cut their hand and drop the blood on the rocks. Wow. That's how you should. That's how you should have to vote. You should have to care enough to cut your hand enough to drop blood. <laughs> I'm actually really into that. I like that idea. Cause then, if you're voting like down ballot for like the twentieth guy, your hands all cut up. You're really serious, <laughs> you know. That's right. If you're if you're going for it, man, you're gonna bleed. To <laughs> like death. by the time you get to the judges, Jesus Christ, uh, this guy, he's dedicated. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a true Republican, man. Get him a hat. Oh, man, I, we got to go back to the voting in person. Uh, you think we're too fat and too lazy to do it, huh? It's too bad. Plus, plus I live in a place where, dude, come on, traffic? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me do it by mail. By mail, I could see drive through maybe. You get, like, a cheeseburger as you go through. Right? Oh, yeah, I like that. You do your voting. <laughs> Just do it at every McDonald's. You, yes, dude. They just need to make it more accessible and go where the people are. Where are they? Well, they're at Dunkin' Donuts and McDonald's. Burger King. Maybe not so much Burger King. Oh. You know how I like the tax day, they do the 50-cent cheeseburger? You do the vote day, 25-cent cheeseburger. You come yeah. in, you vote, get a couple cheeseburgers. Yes. Yeah. And that's where, you, in New York, you'll probably see Bill de Blasio voting three or four times, stuffing his fat face. <laughs> the only problem is then the Democrats would always win. <laughs> is that because they uh are you saying democrats are more f fast food eaters than uh republicans yeah come on conservatives are cooking at homes with their family dude what happened man i swear when we were younger in the 90s like liberals were the ones that were like in shape and jogging and like something yeah. where did the dude. switch happen what <laughs> the hell's going step on step aerobics yes man uh, what was that f name with the fucking curly hair? Uh, and I, I know I, he was literally gay. What was his name? Oh man, flamboyant one. We're talking Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, yeah. No, wasn't the guy from from Kiss? Oh, that might be Gene Simmons. Uh, I think it's a Simmons though. I think we're doing a Simmons on Is that. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Right. Yeah, Gene Simmons is the Kiss guy. Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. It is Richard Simmons. I knew it was a Simmons. Oh, dude, are they brothers? They kind of look alike, dude. Holy wow. shit. I, I could see it being like a twin situation, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny <laughs> DeVito. One brother gets everything. The other brother, kind of the leftovers. What's ironic is the singer's the one that's gay. <laughs> No, there's no way Gene Simmons is, uh, does he swing it both ways? And we could argue and chalk it up to the 70s and 80s where everyone was banging every anything, uh, which I fully support. I think Richard Simmons was, he, he played the game. Dick Simmons? Come on. Dick Simmons. Wow. Yeah, I never, never threw out the Dick Simmons. That's great. So Richard Simmons, uh, I believe known for his 
flamboyancy maybe never fully came out <laughs> weird thing about richard simmons though you know he's been in like he's been a recluse for the last decade or so and yeah, i was just looking at that so nobody thought they said him. he died in 2014 no he just disappeared in 2014 he like hasn't left his house it's really bizarre and um there were reports like a year or two ago where friends and family and people in hollywood were like concerned about his well-being and nobody had seen him in years and I think he uh, just, you know, I'm guessing he probably just put all that weight back on and didn't want people to see him. Yeah. Oh, wow. He probably got fat. Hey, another another great 5'7". There you go, Mike. So it's, me, Rich, it's me, Richard Simmons, Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis, all the greats. <laughs> all the greats. 5'7". All the iconic <laughs> entertainers of our generation. No doubt about it. All the ladies' men of the 90s. <laughs> you know, you are a little correct on the Richard Simmons. Women loved Richard Simmons. And those videos, man, yeah, I who's, think he was... like, whose mom did not have at least one copy of the Richard Simmons and the oldies music and the, all those women behind him are in those baby blue, powder blue leotards and they're yes. jamming out and dancing. <sighs> Every okay, because here's what I'm thinking, right? I'm, look, I'm looking at these pictures of like him throughout the career, and I'm I'm thinking like, okay, in the beginning, you're just following the rules of like, you know, syndicated shows and shit. Like, okay, so they want a man with a lot of women behind him. Fine, <laughs> that's right. But then once he became once he became Richard Simmons, he had the power to throw men in that group, and he did. I think there were some mustachioed fellas. That I'm looking right now, you see one or two, and it's not really. I think that's, that's right. more like the network changing with the time, saying you yeah, oh, yeah. have one or two in there. You know, you know what's funny about the '80s, man? A lot of uh, exercise-oriented entertainment and, and physique-based entertainment, gladiators and the step aerobics stuff, and oh, yoga yeah. videos. Richard, Dude, did Simmons. you hear about Gladiator? Did you hear about American Gladiator? So there was a 30 for 30 on ESPN about it. Uh, I have not viewed it yet. Oh. I heard it's fantastic and highly controversial. Gotta watch it. Oh, yeah. Well, give me the Gotta lowdown, my man. Dude, the guy who owned it pretty much just made millions. Of, you want to talk about slavery? These <laughs> motherfuckers need reparation. <laughs> and we're canceled. Those fucking Thanks American. <laughs> Those fucking American Gladiators, dude, some of them were making like 20000 a year. Wow. Yeah, we make more on this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe someday soon. Uh, so $20,000 a year in 1985, still not a lot of money. Definitely slave labor, essentially. No, slave labor, yeah. <laughs> For fucking throwing 350-pound guys around. All right, well, how about... Did they get any revenue for merchandise, toys? How about commercials? No, that was the no, that was the like, dude. It's terrible. The guy stole it all. Wow, man. Well, you could get away with that kind of stuff yeah. back then. That's kind of how it worked, right? There was no social media, man. That's what I mean. Now we even know Ellen DeGeneres is a bitch. Like <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she's like the worst person to work for on the planet. <laughs> Allegedly. You would have never known that before. <laughs> That's right. You know, before we just had to assume Rosie O'Donnell was the worst. <laughs> now we can actually find out about Ellen DeGeneres, you know? 
You're throwing koosh balls at everybody every day, dude, bitch. I know you're an evil fucking cunt. Okay, that wow. is clearly a fucking ruse to fucking. You yeah, know. what happened to Rosie? She fell off the face of the earth. Did, like, did it become public knowledge that she was a just heinous, horrifying monster to work for and with? <laughs> is that what happened? Because I can only yeah. assume that's what happened. The same thing happened to Ellen. They're like the same lady. It's like once you consume that time slot at three to four in the afternoon, you become this like evil demonic monster. I mean, there are times where I confuse the two, so. Yeah, I don't see how that's possible. But uh, the only thing that I will remember Rosie O'Donnell for is her lifelong feud with Donald Trump. And when Donald Trump was running for president, he refused to back down or take back any of the nasty things. Like, he's, he said some pretty nasty stuff about Rosie O'Donnell. No, nah, dude. O'Donnell? Okay, so that's what happened. My total internet went down. That's what I've been, I've been, I was trying to find it. Uh, when they asked him, that one lady is like, you have said, you, things you have said about a woman, yes. that they're fat, that they're ugly, yes. that they look like a man. And he goes, no, no, just about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I didn't say that about women, just Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucking funny, dude. (laughs) I I love it, man. I fucking love that so much. That's why the guy won. Right there. (laughs) Oh, that was the end of Rosie's career. That was the end of her career. He ended her career and became president in one sentence. It's incredible, dude. Guy's a a genius. Oh, man. Well, with that, folks, believe it or not, we are at that oh, point. Oh, hold on, hold on. You call women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, slobs, and disgusting animals. Your Twitter account Only Rosie several... O'Donnell. <laughs> it was well beyond Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, I'm sure it was. Your Twitter account has... <laughs> the best part is he did the thing where he puts his, hand, his finger up and, like, stops her. And he goes, no, only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> To be fair, he called Ted Cruz's wife a dog, so it's a little rough. I totally forgot the best part is that that was in the middle of the Republican debate. Yeah, the yes, that's right. Oh, God. In which... 2016 was such a so much man, more fun. It was a, a time long forgotten at this point, man. That was in, in the same debates, he called Ted Cruz's wife a dog. I'm 100%. And he accused his dad of being a part of the Kennedy assassination. This guy was unhinged, man. <laughs> I can't wait for next year. <laughs>